Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Thankful to the Lord for all of the great things he continues to do on a regular basis. Listen, people of God, I couldn't be more happier with life. Now, listen, I'm not saying everything's perfect, okay? But what I am saying is that with all the crazies, the craziness in our world, in our society, I'm grateful for each day that I have the opportunity to live life. And I'm just grateful to God for my family and having all of the necessities. You know what I'm talking about? You know, food, clothes, shelter, job, transportation. In my right mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I could go on and on and on of all of the great things the Lord has provided for me. So listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to stop right here because I could go on and on and on of the greatness of our God. Hallelujah. So let's get into this. So listen, from time to time, I like to share an email that we receive from you all. Um, and so those who have, who are emailing us, we ask you to continue to email us because it's really a blessing and we do pray for you all on the regular. So this is an email. We're not going to uh, mention the person's name. And uh, it reads like this. It says, greetings in the name of the Lord. I'm asking for prayer for my wife and myself. I will be going into the hospital because my kidney is just not functioning. I know the problem is not the kidney, but something else. God does not give you something that does not work. Okay. Then he says, I pray that you will find the problems this time. And he's referring to um, the doctors. Then it says, remember that... Uh, no one is allowed to visit or see me, so we're not going to even read all that. But then it goes on to say, may God continue to bless, keep, guide, and protect you all physically, mentally, and spiritually in all that you do to glorify him. So that's one of the emails that we receive on a daily basis. Um, and we're grateful to God for you all who email us with your prayer concerns or your praise reports. So whatever it is, please Continue to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. But listen, before we go on in tonight's episode, we're going to pray for our brother, okay? I hope that you guys are okay with that. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up our brother and his wife to you. Lord, we know that your word declares that the prayer of the righteous availeth much. So we ask in the name of Jesus that you will heal and strengthen our friend whose uh, kidney is not functioning properly. Lord God, bless them, comfort him, and allow for our brother to have a speedy recovery. We ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, people of God, are you guys ready? Are you ready to let's get into our episode for tonight? I'm excited. I'm all fired up, ready to just allow God to be God in this particular episode. So get your ears and your eyes attentive for tonight's episode. 
So tonight's episode is another good episode coming from the throne of God. And I really believe it's going to be a really good uh, message to you all concerning your life. Because life happens when you discover who God is. I want to say that one more time. Life becomes important when you discover who God really is for your life. So tonight's episode is entitled Life's Transitions and the Purpose for Change. Life's Transitions and the Purpose for Change. Now, listen, people that God, throughout our time here on earth, all of us, and I mean all of us, have experienced constant change. And if you're like me, sometimes I wish that change wouldn't happen so frequently. Now, for some of us, we would love to keep everything exactly the same way, okay? See, the reason I'm laughing is because it could be a guy thing, okay? It could be a guy. You know, guys are we're built a little different than the ladies, okay? Uh, there are some men who are okay with keeping the same furniture, in the same location of the house. We like to keep the same clothes and the same undergarments. Now, mind you, if we could, we would keep it. <laughs> there are some people who eat the same types of food every single day. There are some people who would watch the same TV shows that you have been watching for the last 10, 20, 30 years. You know all the lines. And yet when change comes, you're not willing to move along with the change. Now, people of God, listen, as I was preparing for this particular episode, I looked into how many scenes are in a movie and it stated from my research that I did that a, a basic two-hour movie, it could be at least 40 to, 60, 40 to 60 different kinds of scenes in a movie. Can you imagine that? 40 to 60 different types of scenes in a particular two-hour movie. Or it could be up to 100 different scenes or the least amount of, of scenes could be 20. Whatever the case, all of these changes, the writer of these movies or the writers of these types of movies wanted to provide clear and visual context so that you can walk away with and experience something that would be great for your life either for a short time or for a long time, if not forever. Why all the scenes? Why do we have to have all the different types of scenes? Why do we have to see all these different changes and, and the highs and the lows and the, and the suspense and the thrill and sometimes the tears? Why do we have to see all these kinds of scenes? Well, because... Without all the different scenes, you'd be watching a really boring movie, <laughs> right? You see, people of God, transitions 
are a way of life. Transitions are just, it's just a way of life from time to time, from the time that you were born, okay, until the time you die, you will constantly and purposely live life in transition. It's just the way it is. Life's transitions can include a lot of different types of things from accidents, unexpected accidents, from buying a house, from changing jobs or, or, Hate to say this, it could be from divorce. And some of us have had a lot of transitions when it comes to divorce, which is we shouldn't have this. That's why we got to pray to God that we only marry one time, okay? Uh, I'm gonna give you some more examples. Uh, getting married, having a child, right? Leaving from high school to go to college or from Elementary to junior high school, transitions, right? Uh, relocations, going from San Diego to Europe or to New York or to Italy or to Spain or to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, even in retirement, transitions are constant, okay? A life transition can also be positive or it could be it could be negative. It could be planned or even unexpected. Even though events like these are usually planned and anticipated, they can be just a life altering as the unexpected events occur. Whether positive or negative, life transitions can cause us to leave behind the familiar and force us to adjust to a new way, a way of living, at least temporarily. Would you agree with that? Transitions are a way of life. Transitions. And we're going to learn about the purpose behind these transitions. Now, listen, people of God, we all have heard or said, you know, hey, listen, Pastor Phil, life happens, changes, the new normal. Or you might have, have said change is good. You see, transition can lead to better things. All of that is well and good and, and generally well-meaning, but what do you do when the inevitable transitions of life become a personal reality? While not all the changes are bad and some are self-chosen, the life transitions we face deeply affect our lives. And sometimes it is forever. It impacts us in a way where we can either be grateful to God for the change or bitter towards God. I want to say that line one more time. We can either be grateful to God for the change or bitter towards God. And there are other moments. Transitions are sometimes eagerly anticipated and other times they are unplanned and unwanted. But they always involve a change. It's just that simple. Throughout our lives, we all have faced the many challenges and changes in life. 
It is how we respond to life's transitions, both small and large. The key in understanding this is that will it bless others? Because I want you guys to understand something, that you are a blessing from God. I want to say that one more time, that you, people here in the podcast land, are a blessing from God. And your life is designed so that your gift to this world will enable those who struggle with the various transitions. Now, listen, people of God, this episode is for you. We have to understand that with the right approach, the right attitude and the right actions, life transitions can be manageable and even a po- and even positive. And with God's guidance, you're going to clearly understand your purpose for living. I got to stop right there. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm hoping you guys are already enjoying the episode so far, but we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Life's Transitions, The Purpose for Change. Hi, I'm Christopher and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign full of life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate, like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into some solutions, people of God, to effectively walk in confidence when it comes to life transitions that always come our way. Okay. Number one, prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Philippians 4, the fourth chapter in the sixth verse, it states, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And in this uh, particular passage of scripture, Anxiety is simply the result of uncertainty. And the Bible teaches the idea that uncertainty is essentially distrust or lack of trust with the plan of God. It's not that anxiety is a sin, but that anxiety is the act of experiencing fears and worries that one wouldn't experience if they truly follow and show commitment to God. There is nothing too great and nothing too small that cannot be given to the Lord. And there are no areas in our life or the lives of others about which we cannot come boldly to the throne of grace. There is no anxiety so disturbing that cannot be guarded by the perfect peace of God and no pain so deep that cannot be healed by his tender touch. In worry, in worry, when you worry, we talk to ourselves. In prayer, 
<laughs> Hallelujah. We talk to God. I want to say that one more time. In worry, we talk to ourselves about the situation. But in prayer, we talk to God. When we worry, we focus on the circumstances of life. But in prayer, we focus on our Heavenly Father. You see, worry is self-centered and selfish and is rooted in the sin of unbelief. But prayer is God-centered and pleasing to him. For prayer is built on a heart that trusts his word and depends upon him for all of our needs. You see, people of God, true prayer comes from a worshipful, worshipful heart of thanksgiving and praise that is looking to the Lord by faith to supply everything we need according to his riches and glory. When the prayer of faith sees the Lord as the sole supplier of every need, we should be anxious for nothing. I want to say that one more time. We should be anxious for nothing, but trust him in everything, in every situation, in every circumstance. Trust God with everything. Let's make prayer a daily priority, even during seasons of transition. So number one, prayer is the key. Got to pray. Got to pray people to God. Number two, you have to have a plan of attack. Somebody say plan of attack. Proverbs 16 and 3 says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Call upon to commit his works and activities to the Lord. I'm sorry. We are called upon to commit our works and activities to the Lord. But all too often we discover ourselves trying to carry out the works that he has prepared for us to do in our own strength and not in the power of the Holy Spirit. God will never carry out his plans and purposes in the strength of the old me. God has purposely carried out the works and activities of my life through my new life in Christ. Because now I'm born again. I've been set free by the power of God. God can never carry out his work through a heart that is anxious, disobedient, or fearful. Nor can he achieve his purpose in our life if we're so proud or seeking our own glory for anxiety and disobedience, fear, pride, and vainglory all emanates from our old sinful nature. God's will, God's will only works through our new life in Christ Jesus until Christ is all in all to the glory of God the Father. You see, the best way to be assured that our plans will be achieved is to dedicate our ways and works to the Lord. And when we plan to, uh, planning, planning will help us prioritize and keep our focus on God-given goals during times of transition. So number two, have a plan of attack. Planning will help us prioritize and keep our focus on God-given goals. We have to understand that's what 
how we handle the life's transitions. And that's why the purpose is designed for our lives. Number three, asking God for a real God-given friend or brother. Asking God for a real God-given friend or brother. Proverbs 17 and 17 states, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Wise counsel and spiritual encouragement is essential of the friend that loves at all times. And loyalty, sensitivity, and a genuine interest in the other are the qualities of the brother that travels through adverse adversity with us. You see, people of God, I want a friend who I could count on during adverse times. I want a sister or a brother, whoever it is, to, to be with me, to stay with me during adverse times. You see, people of God, the key person in your life can and should be a significant source of help. When we call on friends during transitions, we often find the encouragement we need and expertise we didn't know they had. This significantly lowers our stress levels when we're faced with a time of transition. Instead of being overwhelmed, we can contact our friends, our neighbors, or relatives who will be willing to assist us. This is important it's an important thing that I want to stress to us tonight, people of God. There are those who are assigned to us from God. Don't turn them away because of pride or because you don't want to seem needy. When you're going through transition, they will be an important source of healing and direction and encouragement that you're going to need in your life as you transition from different scenes in your life. So number three, ask God, pray to God for somebody who's real, who's genuine, a brother, a friend, somebody you know that you can count on during adverse times. Number four, realize people of God that God is our refuge and transitions in all transitions. God is our refuge. He is our refuge. He is our strength. Psalms 46 and 1 states, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The word refuge is a powerful word, which means to take shelter, to take shelter. And you can be confident that the Lord will shelter you while you are in transition from scene to scene, from good moments to moments of pain and agony. The Lord will shelter you and strengthen you for every moment of your life. And that word I love, it says that he is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, a very present help. That word means 
to aid, to assist during trouble. The word trouble would cover all that can come up against us, which would give us anxiety or sorrow. And the word rendered present means is found or has been found or has been proven over a period of time. The word present as if it were near to us or close by us does not accurately express the idea, which is rather that he has been found to be such or he has always proved himself to be such a help. And that therefore we may now confide in him. The word very or exceedingly is added to quality or to qualify the whole proposition as this were emphatically true. He's a not just a help, but he's a very present help. It was true in the most imminent sense that God had always been found to be such a helper. And therefore, there is nothing to fear in the present distress or the present transition. And the last thing we want to leave with you all tonight is perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. Proverbs 24 and 10 states, if you do nothing in a difficult time, your strength is limited. I want to read that verse one more time. If you do nothing in a difficult time, your strength is limited. We must never give up hope no matter what. Because people of God, there will be moments of adversity for all of us. The good news is God is able to do in our lives what we can never do. When we feel overwhelmed or defeated, we need to remind ourselves that this is not our strength that is in the forefront. It's God's strength. And because God's strength is in the forefront, it should let you know that he loves you. He loves you, people of God. And though he doesn't remove all the problems of life, he doesn't take away those problems that's in the scene of your life. Nor does he change the scenes in our movie. The good news is God is with us. God is with us. And if God is with us, we should not worry about anything as we transitions, as we transition from moment to moment, from glory to glory, from scene to scene. God is with us and he takes us through every transition that we go through. And as he guides us, we will experience a full, a full and a meaningful life in the midst of transition. So tonight, people of God, I want for us tonight to understand the significance of transition. With every high moment and every low moment, for every tear and for all of the laughter, 
for all of the loss and for all of the blessings, God knew, I'm going to say that again, God knew, he knew before you were born and he knows until the day that you will be, before you be with him forever, he knew that you were going to need transition for every person who accepts his perfect will for your life. For every person on the planet who accepts his perfect will for your life. When you accept his perfect will, that's when you become whole. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for all your love and your kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you for just being God in our lives. We thank you for just knowing our very thoughts, our very motives. You know all about us. You made us. You created us. You know our whereabouts in our spirit. You know us. And God, I give you praise for because you know us so well that you know that we lack faith. Sometimes we worry. Sometimes we become anxious because we don't really know. We're uncertain of the present situation or our future. And as we transition from different moments in our lives, help us to to see that you're with us during every moment of our lives. God, we want to glorify you. We want to have that confidence and faith, total faith in you, that you are going to lead and guide us to all things that pertain to life and godliness. We give you praise for what you're doing in our lives, how you're making us see things in a different perspective, that you're helping us along our path. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, do what you do best. Help us to become more and more like you so we can glorify you in every aspect of life. And that Lord God, that what you are teaching us will help others become enlightened to your perfect plan for their lives. And I know, God, that these podcasts, these episodes are designed so that it will reach the globe because it's you stretching out to them. That's the difference between religion and Christianity. It's you reaching out to mankind. And we give you praise for this vehicle called podcasting that is helping and enabling people to live a victorious life. So God, we give you praise in advance for what you're going to do for this particular podcast and the message that you have given to us. We give you praise. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, listen, another fantastic episode is down. I know that you're going to be blessed if you want to replay this so you can listen and get some of those scriptures and go over them so you can become a person who walks in confidence in God that every transition that you're faced with, that God is going to show you why he does what he does, because it's for your purpose. Again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your spiritual journey, please, 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 people of God, email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And please let us know 
that you're out there, that there's some things that you may want us to pray for, or we want we we would love to celebrate. We would love to celebrate some of the things that God is doing in your life. So please let us know what's going on, and we will give God all the praise and the glory and the honor for the great thing things that he is doing in your life. Once again, this is Pastor Phil for Full of Life Ministry. Hey, listen, people of God, let's do this in Jesus' mighty name. God bless.